let oh not let's get stupid be better be better episode 31 back in the basement here at the bar this time instead of the uh whole thing that i built over there because i don't feel like moving anything and we have another podcast in a half hour so episode 31 be better brought to you as always by subzerocoolplunge.com this month only you're going to get five hundred dollars off using code be better um month of October, he upped the, doubled the uh, discount rather to save you guys more money, sling some more units. So if you're back and forth about getting one, now is the time to purchase one because it'll be at the lowest end of the price it can be. So check them out, subzerocopunch.com. Jacob? October is the new Black Friday. You're, you're not lying. They said it's like black. Oh, it's black. That's what me and my wife were just talking about when you were upstairs. It was like, oh, it's Black Friday month. I'm like, what? Yeah. It was one day, then it was Cyber Monday, and now it's a month. I go, it's like, that's like seven weeks early. It's a month before, or, yeah. Well, a before month, the month, before five the weeks the, early. Before the day. It's crazy. Prime days. Yeah, that's what she's loading up on right now. Else. Prime days. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. Are you ready for tonight's discussion? Hit me, Tube Sock. All right. <clears throat> Are you a controller or a collaborator and what i mean by that is whether it's at work you know relationships of any kind where you have to do things together are you the person that likes to control it or are you person who approaches it from a collaboration standpoint of like we need to do this together or are you more of the like oh i got this i know what i'm doing you need to do x y and z Hmm. because i feel like people kind of have one person out of the other i don't think i think it's hard to flip-flop back and forth i think at work a lot of times I'll be more of a controller because I have a lot of freedom at work to like how the job, like they don't really care, right? They want the job done safely as long as you make it from A to B and this is the product. Like they don't really, it doesn't really matter how you do it. So I have the freedom of being like one of the senior linemen in the barn. So I'll be able to be like, no, I'm doing this. I'm putting my truck here. I'm going up to do this. You over here, go do this. Right. So at work, it's very like a little bit more controlling, but then at the same time, this is where I'll throw you off is I'm not the crew leader half the time. Hmm. So he could say, no, we're doing this. And it's not, it's typically, it's not an argument. It's just, that's what the guy wants. He's in charge. He does it like, so, okay. But with my crew, I really don't have that because he understands that I know what I'm doing and there's no really risk involved. Uh, or controlled risk rather. So I don't know. I think it does go a little bit of both to where I can control it, delegate, and then also at the same time, someone steps in with more knowledge. I'll be like, okay, yeah, I know you're right. Let's go. What's your preference? Like, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. Where do you feel most comfortable? Doing whatever I want to do? No, like controlling or collaborating. And if, you, if it's your choice, you, you could either control the situation or you could take that collaboration standpoint. Which one are you choosing? Mm. So that's tough. I'm just trying to think work. If I'm just focused, if I'm doing work only. It could be at home too. I mean. Well, at home, that's a whole different story. <laughs> it's just trying to keep up usually with the kids. There's really no controlling. It's like you you can think you're in control, but you never are. Yeah. Because you know? like you, like me, we're home less than our wives are because they're stay at home. So it's like you think you have some control when you come home, but it's usually like we just got to figure this out together because so it's more of a together, right? So collaboration of end result. We want kids that are well-behaved. Don't yell at each other go to bed and we tell them to like, that's a collaboration and there's less control from me. Absolutely. And she doesn't really have too much. I would say control either. She might have more say because she might not. She might, she does know better when it comes to certain things because she's around them for 16 hours a day and I might get five. You know what I mean? So 
more of a collaboration there. Um, at work, uh, I'm going to give you both answers. I like having the control, but if I'm with someone that's really good, I'll collaborate. Gotcha. So I can be a little both. I'd probably lean more towards control at work though. Yeah. I would say for me, um, my default is controlling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, before I got married, before I really worked in a business with like a lot of other people, um, I would say my default was controlling. If there was a project in school, you know, growing up, then um, I didn't want to work with someone else. Mm. I would rather just do it myself. Yeah. I got frustrated by working with other people. Yeah. Um, and it's because I was so particular about what I wanted. And how to do it and the way it should be done. I didn't leave a lot, a lot of, of room. Of control, yeah. yeah, I didn't leave a lot of room for other <sighs> ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's right. That's just how I'm wired. And then as I got older um, and started working in a business, you know, where there's 12, 13, 14 other people, obviously getting married, that changes <laughs> a lot real quick <laughs> um, when it comes to <laughs> controlling versus collaborating on things. You learn real quick. You can try to control, but it's not going to go very well. And you kind of learn to collaborate. Um, is the best way of getting things done well, but it's not always the fastest way to get things done. What, what's the saying? Go fast by yourself, go far together. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because you're infinitely, you somewhat have infinite resources if you're with others, right? Because other people can create uh, more work, more work. They can get more work done. They can kind of create more time in a way because now you're doubling your volume or your output because you have two people working on it. Or you, you know, when you control it, like you're limited by yourself. How much? How tired are you? You know, what can you handle? How long can you stay up? How long can you stay focused? How mm-hmm. long can you not be distracted? Like whatever that is, like it's ultimately limited by you. See, I think I think when I was growing up, I liked that because there wasn't a lot of kids who were as pushed as I was or as driven as I was to like really do well. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think once you get out into the real world and you get into a group of, of people who, you know, even just care about what's going on in their job or what, whatever it is, it's like a group of experts or professionals. You're like, Oh wow. Like these people care as much or more mm-hmm. than I do in some things. And, right. um, they have good ideas too. And you can get a lot done if you just take the time to collaborate together. But no, I think it's interesting. I think, um, I think a lot of times you get this stereotype of people who are super successful, you know, are super controlling. And um, sometimes we listen to interviews with like CEOs and stuff and they're like, yeah, they're, they're, they are particular about certain things um, because there's a, they know there's a way that things work, but they get their best work done, you know, when they collaborate and listen to others. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, cause he, it, like when I think of control, sometimes I'm thinking, like we can never, I'm trying to also think about it this way, like controlling what happens. You really can never too much control what happens. You can just control how you react to it. Mm. And I'm learning more of that. Because I always say I want, like, I want more, I want to be able to have more control. And so I guess I'm definitely leaning towards the controlling side to most things. But it's not like I want to be able to control Jacob in our business. I want to be able to control the, the, the coaches. It's more of I want to be able to control if – a client doesn't pay for a long time, but it's asking for programming. Like, how do you respond to that? How do you have a good control to about be like, Hey, we've been programming you for three weeks. You need to pay us. Like how to, how to control, I guess you'd say emotions or reactions first. Cause first thing for me forever was just anger, right? Cause you just get pissed off. Somebody's screwing me. Somebody's messing with me, you know? So you, you resort to anger, but now I'm like trying to control the outcome with how I react to it. 
Because, I mean, what do they say? Like 90% of it, 90% of anything is is how you react to it. 10% exactly is, is everything that actually happened to you. So for me, like lately, the control aspect is just like, how do I calm down and not be not be a dick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Well, and it's, it's funny because like I think a lot of things in life remind me of The Office. But um, there's the episode where they're talking about seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. And Andy's quote is like, it's like the same winter isn't happening to all of us. And it's it's kind of interesting because he's basically saying what you're saying, which is, you know, life is very little about what happens to you. It's more about what you do about it, how you deal with it, and yep. how you respond to it. Because we all experience the same life. Again, I think the fallacy is when people think that they're somehow unique in their suffering or their struggle or whatever it is that they're going through. And at this point, everyone's seen enough damn documentaries to understand that some dude had it way worse than you. Yeah. Um, and you can always find that example pretty easily with a quick search. And so whatever it is that you're going through, it doesn't have to be unique to you to be important to you. I think a lot of times we tie up importance with uniqueness. Like if it's not unique there, if it's kind of homogenous and it's just devalued and that's not true either. You know, I tell clients all the time, I'll say something like, um, let's say, Oh, like my knees hurting. Okay. You know, what is that? Like, give me a little bit more, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll say something like, okay, like, I think if we do these prehab exercises, you'll be fine. And I usually tag onto that. I'm not saying that what you're feeling isn't important because it is. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that it's pretty normal based on your history and what, right. what's really going on with you. Yeah. Right. And I think that you have to kind of clarify that importance, but, um, no, it's just, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, because there is times I think where you do have to be controlling and that's leadership. You have to kind of step up and take charge. But I think a lot of times good leadership is getting others on your, on your boat and yeah. on your mission. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Um, and it leads me to like another point too, where like we're talking about control and being able to be able to lead people. Like what I talked to you about a little bit earlier before is like wearing different hats. Like for me, I, I was like the same guy when I went to work as I came home as I worked out, like, which at work, sometimes you would talk to apprentices differently than you'd talk to maybe like a peer. Um, but then I'd bring all that home and I wouldn't change my hat out. Essentially I would wear the same hat everywhere. And it just, it ended up being me kind of turned into a dick, but cause I was trying to control everything, but in the exact same manner, instead of like having some control, letting go of some things and understanding like your kids aren't, your apprentices they're three years old at the time or whatever they were like you can't control everything they do because you know you look away and then they take their food and they throw it on the ground and you're like come on dude we've done this or you know it's bedtime we've done this for two years you still can't figure it out yep um so but i had to like especially as of late i'm like i'm I'm wearing a completely different hat i'm like i'm not i'm usually one like to start yelling because i'm thinking okay if i yell then they'll listen but also i've always tried to teach them that louder isn't better so who's a hypocrite um, so then I'm like, you know what? Like last week I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not yelling anymore. Like if something's wrong and you're far away, I'll run to you. If you're in like, if you're going to get hit by a car, I'm probably going to scream at you. Yeah. But I'm like, as far as that, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not yelling. I'm done. I'm not done yelling. I'm like, I'll just, I'll, we'll figure out a different way to do this rather than me yelling at you. I'm like, I need to be able to change this controlling this out, change the, the hat wearing out a little bit more effectively. Well, if you segue, that's a good segue into last week too, talking about, you know, are you are basically who you are or do you kind of create who you are? Yeah. And because what some people would say when you say something like that, like, oh, I'm kind of changing my hats. Some people would say, um, well, are you being authentic to yourself? 
you know, there's like that thing. Like, are you really being you then? Like, you have to kind of change how you are, how you are, or what you do and how you act. And, you know, I would say you should if you're smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even question it. Like, if someone questioned me, like, are you being authentic if you're changed? Like, I might yell at my apprentice at work because I don't want him to die, perhaps, and I want him to, to do a better job. But just because I stopped yelling at home doesn't mean, like, the intent is still the same. I want my kids to be safe and smart and understand what it's bedtime to put your PJs on. Um, but you have to be able to, it's not even really, I'm not really changing who I am. I'm just changing how I present it. It's less controlling. It's more, more calm. And because, you know, them going, doing bedtime or doing what we need to do at the time or pick up the crayons is not as dramatic as a guy touching something wrong and blowing something off. So I, it's still, to me, I'm the same person. It, just the best way to explain it is just different hats. Right, different tools in my tool bag that I'm using that day. All right, are you ready to get super deep? Probably not. Okay, Hit me here though. we go. Are you, are you, people always say like you are what you do, right? So if what you do changes, then in theory who you are should change, if that works backwards. Say that one more time. People always say you are what you do. Right? Yeah. You can think you are whatever you are, but if you're not doing it, it doesn't matter. I could think I'm a marathon runner, but if I didn't go run the Chicago Marathon this weekend, I'm not a marathon runner, right? right. I just think I am. So, you know, you uh, actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing with thought. Actions speak louder than thoughts. So if your actions change, if you run that equation back the other way, then wouldn't you yourself change it? Yeah, for the better. Like, that's the whole premise of the company, I think, <laughs> is, is if you run it backwards, and like you said, if you are making the change. Like we, exactly. I could say, Hey, I'm going to be a better dad. Like I want to be calmer. But then if I came home and yelled, like I was, I'm like, well, that wasn't really, that's not being better, Tom. Like you guys have a company about this and you can't even follow your own fucking advice. Like it was, I was frustrated at myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's changing who I am, but it's changing for the better. Like I, me and Finn have talked about this. Like we, you can't be the same person you are five years ago. If I'm not, if I'm the same Tom, I didn't know growing. Like, and then I'm being, I think I'm being more true to myself if I'm adapting and growing. Like, I can't be the same time with no kids, with four kids. Like, if a kid doesn't change you, you, uh, I don't know, you probably need help. Like, because a, a child or, or, or life, certain life experiences that happen to me, they absolutely have to change you. And if they don't, I would start questioning that person. If that person, and I, I, might, I meet the guys at work who have kids and a family and they still think they're 21 and single and they're at the bars and their family's at home. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. But I'm like, no, nah, not my life. Like I got, I got enough shit to worry about and worry about you. But it's, it has to change you because if you stay who you are when you're 21 for when you're 51, it's very, to me, that's you, you wasted 30 years. No. Like you have to adapt, change, grow, become better. Like, yeah, and to me, part of that is just being wearing different hats and taking responsibility. Because the more responsibility you have, the more you'll somewhat grow up. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I keep thinking about last week because it, it's kind of circling the same topic of, you know, and, and you could argue it both ways. Are you creating a new Tom or are you discovering an authentic Tom that's been in there and maybe has acted not true to who you actually are because of different life circumstances or not being conscious of it or, you know, immaturity just due to age. And we all go through it. I'm not trying to like point a finger at you or something. I'm point just saying, it. I'm just saying that, um, like I would, I would argue that when Jacob is not being selfish, right. When Jacob is thinking about others, trying to put others first, um, being responsible on top of, on top of my stuff, I feel more like myself. 
like I would argue that when I do yell or get frustrated or do something that I don't like about myself, it bothers me a, because I did it and I know better, but B, because I don't feel like that really is me. Hmm. I'm just acting in that way, right? Like it's not really me. It's, it's, that's not who I am. I'm, I'm not that guy deep down inside. I'm just acting that way because of the situation or I'm tired or I didn't stop to think about what I'm doing. So it's kind of an interesting, you know, question. Yeah. It's a little deep. I mean, you've changed, right? I mean, you've had to have changed adapt from the kids to, you know, your dad dying to all these life events to where it made you, I don't think it's ever deep of who you are inside. It's who you become hmm. because you don't, there's nothing inside of me that knew how to raise a kid. Yep. I'm still trying to figure it out. Right. So I think it's, it, it's who you become. You know what I mean? Whether people you look up to, people you mentor, people you read about, stuff you learn, that develops the person who you are today. And it should always change. I should, like, I should not be in, in summer 24, I should not be Tom in October 23. What about people who don't respect that change? What do you do with then them? Then you have to leave them behind. Hmm. Like there's friends that I grew up with that are great people. I see probably maybe three times a year now, just because we're on different wavelengths, right? I just, you know, just for like on, on the financial side of thing, like real estate, I wanted to get into it three years ago and I'm like, okay, or I was like five years ago. Actually, it took me a couple of years to, to research. And the first thing I was excited, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a townhome. One of my good friends from back home is like, yeah, that's really risky. I wouldn't do that. Well, yeah, but it's like, okay, risk versus reward. Like at some point, no, I wouldn't do that. That's a terrible idea. Okay. And now it's like, well, it's actually working really, really well. So I think you'll find people who don't want to change um, will be more critical of your change. And it's just, you got to not even just ignore them, but maybe just show them with who you are um, and show like, well, this is what you can do. This is what I did. Not that I'm I figured everything out at all. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure tomorrow out. Um, but yeah, I think some, I mean, sometimes you got to just leave them behind if they're super negative or they have to be led and not everybody wants to be led. Some people are finding their little holes, right? And that's fine. That That's where you're happy. I'm not, no shame in that, but don't come down on me. Cause I want to try new stuff. Like, some people could say the same thing from when I'm talking about a podcast. Like, why would you do a podcast? What do you got to say? I don't know. Let's see if people listen. We're both going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you've left friends behind. Oh, yeah. The people that weren't on the same wavelength. Maybe they were for 5, 10, 15 years, and all of a sudden, Jacob's Jacob 2023, and you're yeah. like, man, I don't even know that guy. Good. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say that I think the level of like deep friendship or relationship you can have with somebody, I think it's there's a probably a dependent relationship with how much you respect that person. Mm-hmm. I can't have a deep relationship with someone I don't respect. I can right. be courteous to them. I can be kind to them. Um, I can interact with them. And I don't mean to say it like they're like a quote unquote lesser person. I'm just saying if I don't really respect what, what it is that you do, then it's hard for me to really connect with you on a deeper level. Right. And I, as a result of life changing, you know, what I respect changes and who I respect changes. You know, when you're <laughs> when you're a little kid, like for me, um, like when I was, gosh, when I hit like seventh, eighth grade, that was like uh, when like hip hop really pushed into like mainstream, right? So like Jay Z, you know, Lil Wayne, like that mm-hmm. stuff. Was, like Lil Wayne was like, I think he's the same age as me. Like so, he was like rapping at sixteen, like I was sixteen or whatever. And anyway, um, the point being is like when you're young, like you respect that. You're like, oh man, it must be really cool to have cars and women and you know rims and right. that, that's what you respect. And then you get older, and you're like that. You know that doesn't mean anything. 
<laughs> you know, it is, is you, again, it's kind of like what you're saying, like, as you change what you respect changes, I think who, then who you want to associate and spend your time with changes. Cause it's, it's, it dwindles. You and I've talked about that many times. Like I told you years ago, I'm like, dude, the way you train, is going to change because of just what time's available to you. Right. But anyway, uh, we don't have to get off on that, but I do think that like, it's why you and I are good friends and, and we work well together because I think we respect each other's work ethic. I think we respect what we stand for. And I think you respect, we respect how we spend each other's time. Yeah. And I think that's why, that's why our business and our friendship goes well. Yeah. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause otherwise, like, like you said, if I, if I don't respect somebody or if I like, I have a hard time like holding conversation and looking at them. Like yeah. it's probably one of my flaws is like, if I don't like you, like if I like you, I'm going to mess with you. I'm going to make fun of you. Like that's just like kind of my personality. Like my starter at work, I'll give him a bunch of shit. But I'm like, yeah, it's cause I like you. But the guys I avoid, chatting with you for a reason. I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want you in my presence. Like I have a very hard time, like even like accepting those people just cause it's like they messed up or, or they keep messing up. Or I just really, I'm like, I see them like, this is not a good person. So yeah, stay away, you know? Cause like I'm right now it's like, you know, I keep like, cause Amber always gives me shit for not like not, she has her mom's nights and her stuff. She does with her friends. And like, I, I go out when I do a double date when Amber plans it. And like, we went out like, Remember all the time, all the time we go to squat and we just go to the bar. Yeah, we've done it once. Once in five years, we've yeah. been training together. So it's like we don't really go out that much. We train once or twice a week and do a podcast once a week. But she's like, you need to go out and get more like guy friends and go. And like this woman's husband's really cool. I'm like, I got like five good dudes. Yep. And I like, I don't know if anybody else is going to make it in this circle. You know, that's all you really need. Five guys where I know I could call Finn. I can know I can call you. I know I can call Cam. I know I can call. Um, Wakely, I know I can call these like five, 10 guys that are like two in the morning, wake up. I need you. Yep. Come pull me out of a ditch or whatever. I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't need a, I don't need 20, 30 friends. I need five good motherfuckers that have my back plain, simple. Like I don't, I don't keep my circle very small because of the respect. Cause we kind of grow together. It's kind of, it, it, we're all kind of the average of each other essentially. Sure. Um, and we all kind of, we all adapt to change and we roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then I would say that like when you're a pretty serious dude in terms of multiple businesses, right? Like thinking about working on all this different stuff, I think people can hop in your life, but you really can't hop in theirs. So like, mm. you know, if, if one Saturday there's a neighborhood barbecue, right? And there's some dads for sure that I've met through school, you know, with my kids, like that I enjoy them. Like they're good, they're, they're good people. And, you know, let's say they go drink every Friday, Saturday, like that's just kind of their thing and whatever. And again, I'm not judging it. I'm just saying I can jump in their life for a night, but then I have to get out. I can't stay in that because then yep. I can't live my life. Yep. I can't drink like that because then I couldn't function the next day and I yep. couldn't get the stuff I need to get done. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's part of it, too, is like it's not even that you um, might not want to maybe like, yeah, that, that is a cool person or, you know, it would be fun to go out. It's just like, I can't really afford to like jump and jump and live and live in that life. Yeah. And 100%. you know, nobody wants to jump in ours, by the way. No, nobody's nobody. like, yeah, let me get up at three forty-five every morning. Yeah. And you know, like it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, that nobody, <laughs> people ask you to go out or go to dinner, but no one's ever like, Hey, can I work out with you at four 30? Yeah. It doesn't happen. Very rare. I got one guy at work that actually will randomly want to train at 5am and he'll get up at three 30. Um, but yeah, it's funny that you say that. Cause my, we should talk about, you should go out more. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can go out, but I have to be up at, if I'm pushing it, I can sleep until four fifteen. Yeah. I go, when am I going to go out until nine? Yeah. Like I can go out for two hours. Like I'm like, Everybody starts going out at nine. Like, yeah. 
So I'm like, I'm good. I got st- I got shit to do in the morning. I can't just go out at night and hang out. I'm like, no, more power to you if you can. I'm just right now in my life, I, I don't have that luxury. I got to get up. I have stuff to do before I go work out, before I go to my actual job, while I'm at my job during lunch. I'm doing stuff for the other jobs. Like, it's just a lot. I'm like, and then I'm, you know what? At about eight or nine, I'm fucking tired. I'm good. I'm checked out. I got, because guess what? I got shit to do in the morning. Got to do it again. So. Yeah, you got to do it again. Yeah. Good chat, Jacob. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. We got uh, Let's Get Stupid coming up next. So if you're a fan of this podcast, you like a little bit more rowdy version of me and Jacob, a little more funny with Finn and uh, random guests from here. Time Jacob's basically a co-host now. Um, check that out. Check out subzerocodeplunge.com, $500 off code, be better, one word. Check out our training. Check out our nutrition programs with Be Better Official. We're working on new apparel right now. We're working on stuff with the nanny, working on stuff with Jacob. So look out for that. A couple hats are left. Um, That's about it. That's all I got. Yeah, be better. Be better.